Welcome to the trailer or pre-episode of The Narrative Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gallett. I'm so glad you found the podcast. Let me tell you a little bit about where I plan to go with it. I've spent a long time as a technology marketing executive, with more than 20 years as a chief marketing officer in the software industry. During that time, the power of stories became more obvious to me. The ability to tell stories, both personally and professionally, has become a strength of mine, and it's also become a fascination. But as interesting as I find the stories, I find the storytellers themselves even more fascinating. Hearing people describe what they do and why they do it, in some cases, the unique ways they do it. How do they simplify complex subjects? How do you find meaning in data? How do you turn the ideas that bubble from that into actions? And ultimately, how do you captivate an audience? It's what I've aspired to do in my career, and I'm always impressed by people who can do it well. And so often, they do it better than I can. I learn from them every single time. All I have to do is listen. So the idea behind this podcast is to meet people who are great storytellers and to get to know them. Because I think that as interesting as the stories they tell are, their own personal backstories are also really interesting. I want to know how they got where they are. How is storytelling part of their journey? Do they have advice from their journey that they can share with others? I plan to have conversations with a wide range of folks about a wide range of topics, conversations that will honestly go wherever the guests lead. Some of the guests will be my dear friends and associates, so oftentimes their story intersects with my story, and I think that can be both good and bad. We'll find out together. Business, marketing, technology, entrepreneurship, sports, hobbies, pop culture, music, family, and yes, maybe even politics, religion, and social topics will enter the discussion as well. For this pre-episode, I briefly want to go into some of my background and some other thoughts by way of introduction. That way, I don't have to cover the ground going forward. As mentioned, I've spent a lengthy career as a technology marketer. If you want a deeper dive on that, I've got a personal blog site that I've been wildly remiss in updating the content on at jeffgallett.com. That's G-E-O-F-F-G-A-L-A-T.com. On that blog, I did a wildly self-absorbed series of posts a couple of years ago that detail my somewhat unique career path. If during the course of the pandemic, you've watched every single binge-worthy show, and you've reached what you thought was the literal end of the internet, but your body is craving just one more piece of content that isn't a cat video, or the next Tiger King, or a production made by someone trying to lure you into QAnon, you can go to the blog and read about my journey. I promise you, my mom would have loved to read it. Your mileage, however, may vary. I will say that you are unlikely to storm the Capitol after reading it. It's unlikely, but I'm not guaranteeing it. But since I already have you here, my story boils down pretty simply. I stumbled into a marketing career in the very earliest days of the software industry. I had no formal higher education, and I took a role at a small startup in Silicon Valley doing the shipping of boxed package software. This was 1983. PCs were brand new. The Mac didn't even exist yet. Software was delivered on 8-inch or 5-and-a-quarter-inch floppy disks at computer stores, unless you were buying for a mainframe or a minicomputer in which you were visited by a salesperson from IBM Tandem or DEC. Quickly, I guess I was capable enough in what I was doing in the warehouse to move up, and I got promoted out of the warehouse and into a job that today we would call an SDR, 
but back then was simply called a telemarketer. So I spent my days calling prospective computer stores to try and sell them our software so they could then sell it to their largely hobbyist customers. There was no such thing as inbound demand. I guarantee you nobody was calling me. Email didn't really exist. And this was about 15 years before websites. And there wasn't a playbook for what I was tasked to do. There also wasn't even a database of these computer stores, probably because there weren't computers to put the databases on. I was actually handed the yellow pages for the major U.S. metros, and I started calling. And as little as these stores knew about our software, I guarantee you that I knew less. I hadn't really even used a computer myself unless you considered an Atari game console a computer. And let's face it, Pong's not exactly a business solution. So I had to make it up as I went. I didn't have a marketing department to go to for positioning or messaging or insight or training or enablement. The only way for me as a novice who wasn't a computer geek and didn't really know the lingo yet, to do this successfully was to create my own stories of how my stuff could help someone. How was my stuff different than the stuff some other guy, just like me, in some other garage operation, was also making up on the fly in a parallel universe? Why would my stuff change the life of my prospective buyer, and ultimately the life of his prospective customer? This is when it became obvious that storytelling, creating narratives, was the key. And the key to my storytelling was when I realized I had to become smart enough to understand what it was I was making up so it would pass the bullshit test. Proudly, while I've made up a lot of shit in my career, I've always been honest. So at least my bullshit was somewhat true, or at least it was always rooted in real. And everything I've done since in a lengthy career has been from that same place. I've always viewed my work through that early experience, trying to make sense of a complex idea by simplifying it creating a story to make it accessible and understandable. Stories that mattered for me to do my job, stories that mattered so that my team could do its job, stories that mattered for the salespeople who I was supporting so that they could do their job, and most importantly, stories that made sense to outside audiences like buyers, like the media, like investors. If you've ever read a Dan Brown book, He does an amazing job of creating fictional narratives that surround real historical facts. He's so researched and thus becomes so expert in whatever his backstory is that the largely fantastical exploits of Dr. Langdon somehow become believable. And through Langdon's frankly unbelievable adventures, the reader actually comes away somehow smarter. Now, as we all know, stories are much better told when they're filled with drama and comedy and tragedy. And where the best storytellers thrive is in their ability to manipulate those powerful emotional forces. That's, of course, easier when we're talking about fiction, and even some nonfiction, than it is for other types of stories. News and sports often create their own narratives, but business stories typically don't. So how do you tell those kind of stories in compelling ways without them having the benefit of providing their own natural drama or comedy, and hopefully without any hint of tragedy? How does somebody build the backstories that enable them to tell these stories in interesting, compelling ways? How much of someone's ability to create a backstory is rooted in their own life journey and experience? These are the things that fascinate me and that I hope to explore on the podcast. I have a long list of people I hope to talk with for the narrative, but I'm also wide open to other suggested guests and topics. If you're interested in joining me to talk about your story or your storytelling, or if you know someone who you'd like to hear from, please let me know. You can reach me at jeff at narrativelab.com. That's G-E-O-F-F at 
N-A-R-R-A-T-I-V-L-A-B.com. The first real episode of The Narrative is coming very soon, featuring a very special guest who I know you'll be thrilled to hear from, and I'm already excited to talk with him. You can subscribe to this podcast at all of the major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just search for The Narrative. That's N-A-R-R-A-T-I-V. There isn't an E at the end, because while I can tell good stories, I can't trademark common terms. And as always, your ratings, your reviews, and any help sharing what I'm doing here would be wildly appreciated. We'll talk to you again real soon.